Hello, friends. Welcome to another podcast. I am your host, Dr. Jason Wiggins, and I am your Generation Z and Millennial Expert. Today's date is November 23rd, and it is a Monday, so happy Monday to everybody as we enjoy, well, for the most of us, we enjoy a short week. And today is episode number 660. As always, thank you so much for all your listenership. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, We are here to learn more about Gen Z and millennials and for those that lead them. Therefore, together we learn and we discuss and we enjoy the concepts because Generation Z and millennials are an awesome generation, generations, I should say. So today we have got a great topic. We're going to talk about how the large news outlets are going to end. Now, being a generation extra myself, I remember delivering the newspaper on my bicycle when I was 13, 14, 15 years old, roughly. And I would throw the paper hit the door at 6 a.m. in the morning and wake up everybody as I delivered the paper. And that was the news source back then. Back then, there was three or four major news channels, and that was the extent of it. Now we have MSN, CNN, Fox, uh, you name it, we have it now. And then we have all the social media sites. So what we used to see was we were worried about the dying breed of the newspaper. And I still enjoy picking up a newspaper, but I'm going to guess the general Gen Zs and millennials out there probably don't enjoy reading the paper. I remember I used to get up early in the morning if I was either delivering the paper or, or not. I would get up and read the paper. I would go instantaneously to the sports section and read about what happened. And then I'd read about statistics of the sports. And so I knew that I was a little bit different, which is, I guess, why I obtained a PhD, because I'm interested in the mathematics, the statistics, the reason why things are the way they are. And getting back to ending the large news outlets, Keep in mind what journalism used to be. Back in the days of of Mike Wallace, when they would actually have investigative news reporting, meaning you would actually find things that nobody else had uncovered. Watergate, Watergate was a huge investigation that was part of the Nixon era. And they found out that there was some mischievous things going on in the White House. And now you have constant scrutiny on the presidential nominee or the current president or whatever it may be. But here is the thing that is going to continue to fester. Now you have political parties stating all these news outlets are fake media and they're even ban- they're trying to ban or, or they're trying to censorship on Google, YouTube, 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 and 
it, it's 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 an ongoing thing. I mean, my wife brought up an interesting uh, concept earlier for those that believe in Eastern medicine, herbal supplements versus the pharmaceuticals of the Western. Uh, you look at it, if you look on Google, YouTube, you will find very little information about herbal supplements. And there's a couple good videos that she was looking for that were no longer available because they were censored. Why are they censored? It could be potentially due to pharmaceutical companies. Think about this. When you turn on the news on any of the channels or you turn on any of the programming, what do you see? You see all of these pharmaceutical companies advertising. Therefore, is that news? Well, no, of course it's not, but it's propaganda, it's advertising. And that's what we're seeing on the TV. Satellite TV is advertising and how we as consumers have to consume that. Right now with Thanksgiving week, what are you seeing? You're seeing all the advertising on TV with regards to Thanksgiving week, Black Friday deals or Black Friday all month long or two weeks long or one week long or three days long, whatever it may be. But getting back to journalism, journalism is really a dying breed. And we're seeing very little of it. We're seeing more opinionated. And that's the thing. So over the past couple months, we've experienced a shift in the way we consume our news, content, and sources of entertainment. Remember, think of it since the presidential election of 2016, more people, specifically younger people, have arguably been more attentive to news and current events, especially in the recent 2020 election. 37% of adults using Instagram has increased over the year. So the percentage of people using Instagram varies substantially by age group, as the networks is far more popular with the younger users, while 67% of Instagram users belong in the 18 to 29 age group, which again is the Gen Z and late millennials. That's an incredible number, thinking about 1 billion people use Instagram every single month. And again, people, this is where people are getting their news sources or what they consider news sources. But where are these people getting their information from? According to recent statistics, 52% of U.S. adults get their news from Facebook, their news. 28% from YouTube, 17% from Twitter, and 14% from Instagram. Now, we're seeing a massive increase now from sites like Instagram, Snapchat, and most recently, TikTok. It's undeniable younger generations are contributing to the recent spurts of news consumption. Why? This is mainly due to the fact that almost all Generation Z Kids nowadays have access to some sort of mobile device where they can download apps like Instagram and Twitter and TikTok, which has increased in popularity to about a half a billion users already, which is significant. As I've mentioned in previous podcasts, 
I have a four-year-old son. And we're already looking at what he can learn online. And they have a website called abcmouse.com. And abcmouse.com is kind of a homeschooling app where it's fun to learn different things for age groups from two to eight years of age. So they get to learn a lot about, uh, you know, information from school. But we're getting them used to the, the to the computer or the iPad so early in life, and that's exactly what Generation Z and Millennials have experienced at a very young age. So let's think of some social movements. Social movements like uh, the the horrific murder of George Floyd. Many Millennials and Gen Zers on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter have not stopped posting different ways to get justice for, you know, Breonna Taylor's, George Floyd's, the Maude Arbery's, and other victims of police brutality. Uh, and you see, in New York Times in 2014, only 146,000 tweets were posted under Black Lives Matter. But back in May, there were 8 million tweets about Black Lives Matter. So think about where the news is. It is becoming so pertinent that social media is the way that people are getting the news. It's not on cable TV. It's not on satellite. It's not on any of these, uh, you know, news channels. And even the websites such as CNN, as I mentioned earlier, Fox News, MSN, they're not getting their news from there. And this is going to become very troublesome and worrisome to the news agencies. And eventually we're going to get to the point where is there going to be real news? It's going to be opinion-based news. We need to get back to real investigative news reporting. But in honesty, I think that ship has sailed and we are never going to see the type of news that we experienced in the early 1990s, and maybe even late 2000, 2001, with the uh, World Trade Centers went down. There was a lot of news back then, but I think in the last 20 years, we have seen a decrease in the amount of news, and it's not going to likely change. So as Gen Zers and Millennials, we're going to have to really, you know, really look at the news and kind of decide which is real, which is fake and try to find some commonalities, what we're reviewing, what we're looking at, and what we consider news overall. So again, thank you for your listenership. We greatly appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow on Tuesday, November 24th. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week. Be safe. And again, please share with your friends, family, and coworkers. Uh, that we're continuing to talk about Gen Z and millennials. And hopefully we can help you either in the private, in the business world, and hopefully you learn something from today's podcast. Again, if it's morning, noon, or night, be safe, take care. Bye-bye, friends.